Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. And the choices and decisions that you make all have a consequence. And if, if we're going to go down that path of misinformation, then the consequences are going to not be in our best interest, ultimately. If we choose the path that leads us to truth, then we can be assured that the outcomes and the fallouts from our choices and decisions will be more in line with what we truly desire. Do you feel like you're stuck in a rut in life or in a dead-end job with no progression? I'm Jerry Dugan, and welcome to Beyond the Rut the podcast that offers you the motivation, inspiration, and practical tools to help you build a life worth living. My show is here to help you break free from your limitations and find a path to success. Join me as I share encouraging stories and actionable advice on how to get out of your rut in life and create a vision for your future. Life is just too short to live stuck in a rut. Here we go. Hey, what is going on, Rudder Nation? I just want to let you know, we're going to have a special guest on this episode, Branch Isole. Uh, Branch is a retired entrepreneur. He's a poet these days, and he shares the Christian insight and perspective through poetry. So if you're new to a Christian faith or you're curious, his books could help you. And, and he does it through prose, get you thinking about relationships, get you thinking about connecting with others. In this episode, we're going to be talking a lot about work-life balance, as well as being your true self. You know, in today's day and age, there's a lot of pressure to be somebody you're not in a public platform like social media. Well, what does that do to us? How does that rip us apart or make us feel lonely versus being our authentic selves and connecting with people? So that's what we're going to be talking about, the things we have to gain when we shed our masks, be our authentic selves, become who you're meant to be, and finding success as an inside job. So grab a notebook, sit back, relax, get a pen too, so you can take some notes. Here we go. All right. Hey, Branch, how are you doing? Good morning, Jerry. It's great to see you. Uh, thanks for having me on. I've been looking forward to our time together. Awesome. Yeah, same here. I mean, we, we met on a platform called Podmatch. Uh, and folks, this might be the year that you hear Podmatch over and over and over again, because I've met a ton of great people on there. Branch is one of them. And uh, you know, just a quick shout out to Alex Sanfilippo. Uh, he came up with the idea of what would happen if you took a podcast directory and the idea of a dating app and you put them together and they had a baby pod matches it. And so uh, Branch was one of the folks with a guest client. Uh, I also have a guest client. Uh, so that's how I'm connected with a lot of shows that I'll appear on this year. Uh, and, and so, yeah, with that, you know, as a host, you got to screen through a lot of folks. So for Branch to get here, I just want you all to know, I screened somewhere around 90 people, actually it's more like 40, uh, but I like to exaggerate uh, <laughs> but I screen a lot of folks. I look at their websites. I look at their social media presence. I look at their books. I look at some interviews they've done or listened to them. I look at if they have YouTube presence. I look at that. And if all that looks good and their message aligns with what we talk about here on Beyond the Rut, then I say, yes, let's do this. And so, Branch, uh, not only am I honored to have you on the show, uh, I just wanted the audience to know you went through a lot of criteria 
to even get me to say yes. And, and that goes for everybody who's been on the show. Uh, so, so thank you for, for uh, enduring that process and being patient for me to go through that. No pressure. Thank you, Jerry. That's the best, best introduction I've had in a long time. Right? <laughs> he was the best one we could bring you. Uh, but a lot of people don't realize that's what goes in, like, for, for a show to get in the top 2% now on Listen Notes, uh, one, you got to have staying power and be around for as long as the show has been around. But um, you're, you're also careful about who comes onto the show. And, and it, it, like you said before we hit record, this is all about bringing value to our listeners and help them see their ruts and live beyond that rut. And, you know, I was just looking at your like life history and your, your bio and you've, you've had some careers and, um, you know, they, they range from being a, a, a teacher, uh, you worked in corporate sales and marketing. Um, you, you've authored 22 books and you're still going, you're, you're like, it doesn't sound like you're stopping there. And somewhere in there, you found the time to start five small businesses or at least partner with five small businesses. Um, so when it comes to like work-life balance, what would you say is like the biggest thing that you've run into when it came to challenging your idea of work-life balance and how, how do you look at work-life balance? That's kind of like two or three questions all at the same time. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, we, we all are in that space, right? We all have a life. And a big part of our life is that career, the job, uh, preparation for that pathway, and then we get on it. Now what? And, you know, especially today with our technology and sort of the stress and pressures that we all face in our active world, uh, there's a balance that has to be struck. And it has to be struck between who we are at work, who we are at home. And for believers like myself, you know, who we are outside of ourselves that is, who we are with the Lord. And I have found that, you know, because we are born into the world and we are of the world, that's our primary focus. You know, how do I get ahead? How, what do I do in my life that's satisfying and fulfilling? And of course, because we embrace and strive for the things of the world, the world sort of embraces us back or sometimes entraps us. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, we are also, along with our humanity, we are also a spiritual being. And for a lot of people, you know, that's not active. They they put it on the back burner. You know, they think about it or turn to a source outside themselves when they need relief from a problem or troubles, you know, um, I, I did something and man, it was really a mess up. Come on, Lord, get me out of this place. And so because we are so tactically invested in the world and the world's rewards, we downplay that spiritual part of ourselves. And in either case, whether you go all in the world's way or all in God's way, there's no balance there. And when we are out of balance, then our focus is is not balanced. And when our focus is not balanced, then we are we are sort of stuck into that place. And it's this balance that keeps us whole. You know, without that balance, um, we don't have time for our career and our families and ourselves and our children and our neighborhood. And so that's the struggle we face today is 
how do I compete? How do I stay ahead? How do I get ahead in this world and all that it offers? And yet, how do I have the time for the other things that are important in my life as well? And that's the importance of balance. And that's why it's so critical that we try and get to that place of balance. Yeah, I hear a lot of folks talking about, um, you know, and these are folks who've found their success, you know, whether it's Trevor Noah recently, I heard him talk about work-life balance with uh, Johns Hopkins University. I've heard a, a number of other folks kind of say the thing, same thing when that was, there is no work-life balance. There's only life life choices. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I buy into that. Only because when they describe what they're talking about, it's exactly what you just mentioned. And that's, you know, if I choose to pursue the growth of my career above all else, and I'm not aware of the rest of the buckets in my life or the circles in my life or the pillars, whatever you want to call them, I'm beyond the rut. It's faith, family, fitness, finances, and future possibility. So if I pursue the future of my career to get those finances, but I'm not pouring time and effort into my faith, uh, my spiritual life, I'm not pouring time into my marriage and being a father to my children that starts to take a toll. So yeah, those are life choices being made, but I'm also not balancing out the rest of my life with a specific focus. And and so I love that you bring that up. It's like, you know, if you do pursue one thing, if you chase the dollar and you're chasing the, the multiple hours needed at a regular job to get the overtime or to get noticed, then it's going to take a toll somewhere else in your life. It could be your physical fitness. It could be your marital uh, relationship. It could be the connection you have with your kids. And so that work-life balance really, to me, and it sounds like you're saying the same thing, it's that realization that, yes, I can go pursue the dream, and I also need to be cognizant of the things that also matter, my family, my faith, and my health. Uh, Am I hitting the nail there? Am I getting it? I think you're right on top of it. Yes. (laughs) Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. You've got, we've got to, you know, before the Industrial Revolution, People's primary goal every day was survival, right? Food, shelter, clothing, not being um, attacked by an adversary or some wild animal. And back then, it was family, and then how do you provide for your family? Today, it's totally reversed, right? It's all about, okay, how do I provide for my family with the physical comforts of life? And... How do I continue to get ahead? You know, we live in an age with technology now that everybody is tuned in and turned on 24-7. And I think that it's sort of a travesty that our job environment has us connected 24-7. You know, when when you used to go home and 
before technology in the 50s and 60s and the 70s, uh, you might take home some homework or something that you had to do for the job. But when you went home, your family time at least was viable. You sat down, you had dinner, you, know, you played with kids for a while, you talked to your spouse for a while, and then you did what you needed to do for the next day. Now that we're connected 24-7, you know, and we're virtually on call 24-7 from work, and we're responding to those calls, it never ends, right? And when we live that lifestyle of pursuing the things of the world, then all of those things they have a responsibility associated with them. And so every time the every time the phone rings, every time the email comes in, you know, we stop what we're doing to answer that. And every minute that we spend re-engaged in our work life is time we don't have someplace else. But it becomes our habit. You know, it just becomes our natural, well, if I answer this email, you know, then I can get that inch ahead that I need to get ahead. So it's all about focus and it's all about, you know, where am I going to put my time? That's the, that's the kicker. There's only 24 hours in a day. And that time has to be allocated. And if we don't allocate it with some balance to the things that we claim are important in our life, then those things are going to leave our life. I mean, you know, if you've been through a failed relationship, if you've been through a divorce, if you've been through a downsizing at your work, if you don't know who your children are, uh, don't interact with them and their outside activities, every one of those choices is detrimental, not only to our physical health, but to our mental health. And, you know, that's a lot of the reason that we have a, a world out of control and societies that are not functioning well. Um, you know, I, I was just watching this thing on the uh, Idaho murders on, on Dayton. Uh, yeah. And if they were talking about the, the background of the killer. And it's interesting that, you know, he was bullied and kind of those overweight kid in school and didn't have any friends. And his response, at least visually, was interesting because I thought, now, here's a guy like Berkowitz and uh, Dahmer and so many others, who they've got this dark passenger, as Dexter would call it. But here's someone who went unnoticed or was abused in some manner growing up, and this is his choice to become infamous in, in his day and time, even if it costs him his life or life in prison. And that's a, a pretty tragic mental state to be in. And yet, and yet, you know, the life we live um, has everybody clamoring for that that number one spot, that celebrity position, that idolized effort, and we're we're fed that and sold that and bombarded with that every day, especially through social media and the internet. And so we have people who are reaching out in very heinous ways and activities in order to gain that kind of notoriety. And uh, it makes for a dangerous world. And that's what happens when we have people who are out of balance. Um, you know, they, they get focused on this laser intent to be famous for whatever reason. And it, it can cause them to do very harmful and dangerous things, not only to themselves, but to their families. You know, every instance like this that you see on the news, it's not just him and the people that he killed. Look at the damage he did to their families, 
to the community there, uh, uh, Moscow, to the community that he came from in Washington, his family. I mean, when we do these kinds of actions, the harm is not only to ourselves, but it ripples out into all of our life and all the people who are engaged in our life are somehow affected. Yeah. It's like that pursuit of some other person's sense of success or a society's sense of fake success. There's a, a Netflix documentary called Fake Famous, or maybe it's on HBO, but it's out there on a premium service somewhere, Fake Famous. And it's this whole phenomenon about becoming a social media influencer. And uh, it, it hones it specifically on Instagram and the use of uh, fake accounts and bot services to help boost your numbers. And, and the idea being that uh, a couple of things. One, a lot of the images that you see of like, here I am on the Riviera or here I am at this luxury hotel. And it's like somebody's backyard and they're really in like a kiddie pool in like six inches of water. And it's just all about camera angles and makeup. And uh, and so it, that's the fake part. It's like, you know, trying to create this persona that I've made it at a young age. Look at all the things I have, the material things that I've gained. And the hope is to get some notoriety, to get some things in return, like fame and connection and, and all of it fake. And, and it, it makes me think about, uh, so you let me get a copy of Crucibles, uh, the uh, refinement of the neophyte Christian. So uh, if, if you're a new Christian folks, get a copy of this. Uh, it's uh, a poem-based book, 52 poems, and the, the very first one is the one that resonated with me, called Above and Below. Um, and I, I even, like, you can't see my notes branch, but I've got it, like, highlighted and underlined here. Uh, so for many, it's about material goods and efforts to acquire more stuff. For far too many, no matter how much, still, it's never enough. And I was like, wow, yeah, that's, in essence the rut that a lot of our listeners face. You know, they pursue that career, they pursue fame at the job, they pursue the job title, the six-figure income, the house in the neighborhood. They start keeping up with the Joneses with their cars and, and you know, their clothing. And it's almost like in the pursuit of what they think is success, they're really just putting themselves into an elaborate prison in a sense. And you're talking about this uh, this gentleman, for, I wouldn't call him a gentleman, but this person in Idaho who killed and took the lives of four other people who should not have had that happen to them. It, you know, he was pursuing some sort of sense of power and it, it culminated in a very, very horrible crime, a very tragic one, and it ruined at least four families, maybe a fifth if we count his own. But then how many of us also kind of do that to our own families without killing anybody? We're pursuing power. We're pursuing money. We're pursuing fame. And when we get there, it wasn't enough. I, I talked to a lot of executives on this show even that, you know, they pursued those things. You, you started and partnered with five small businesses. You've probably faced it yourself. Um, you know, why is it that we pursue these things if in the end we get there and we realize it's not enough? And what do we do about it? Well, that pursuit is our, our natural instinct. You know, um, as I said before, before the Industrial Revolution, the pursuit of the day was basically survival. Now that we don't have that need as great in our lives, some of us, and still a lot of people on that subsistence survival level, but for a lot of people, especially in the Western culture, you know, we buy into this fame and fortune model. Uh, that's sort of how we're raised 
especially in this society that we live in, that you are, you know, who you are perceived to be. And that's why we have so many people today who leave the house in the morning and don that mask that they want the world to see, even though deep down that may not be who they really are. You know, that's a struggle every time we look in the mirror. Am I seeing who I am, who I know I am inside, or am I seeing who I want the world to see me as? And right there, we've started, you know, down that path of uh, not the best mental health position. And so we walk out the door, put on that mask, and go through the day projecting who we want to be and who we want others to see us as, when in reality, you know, that is not who we are, because we all have insecurities. You know, we all face our daily interactions with other people, and life is all about relationships and interactions. We face those interactions trying to hide those insecurities and trying to hide, you know, our fear of rejection and our fear of failure. And yet, unless we overcome those things in a mentally healthy way, they're always there. It's like, You've got to put down that old baggage, right, in order to move ahead. And as long as we drag that old baggage along with us, whether it's from relationships or from our career, uh, whether it's from our children, if we're stuck in that place, if our past has such a grasp on us that we can't grow, then all we're left with is to don that mask and try and show the world who we wish we were, but not who we really are. Yeah. And I would even say and add to that, that the mask that we're putting on isn't just the the persona we want to put in the world. Chances are that persona is what we think the world wants and expects from us so that we could be so that we could fit in, be accepted, be put on a pedestal, uh, because that that is a mask that that is truly not the person's true identity. And that's different than your your actual story, because I, I found out before we started recording, like Branch Isole isn't your given name, but it is the identity that you're given and uh, and the calling that you have. And so there are those who, who have that where uh, like the name changes and we see it in the Bible as well, like uh, Jacob becomes Israel. That is the right one, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do the math real quick. I'm like, yeah, that's, I got that right. And, and you had that calling that you're going to be the branch. And um, and Isole stands for something. But that that's an identity. That's not a mask. That's a, this is my calling. This is who I am. This is what I need to do for the world to change. Um, and, and But what you're talking about, though, is somebody puts that mask on because they think success is I drive a Tesla, that I wear a tailored Armani suit that I you know, pay $200 to have a specific hair salon do my hair for me, uh, that I wear a certain type of cufflinks or a Rolex. And, and these are like very material things. Nothing wrong with having those material things. But I think if you're pursuing that and you think that your value and your worth come from these status symbols, then you're really, yeah, you're looking for an elaborate mask to put on because you don't like what's on the inside. And, and it sounds like what you and I are, are on the same page with is that Really, if you want to find that success and your purpose in life, it's an inside job. And if you want to find that work-life balance, that where you're getting the success in your career or business, you also got to balance it with your pursuit for family, uh, your pursuit in your faith. And those require inside jobs to be able to pull all that off because 
you got to know who you are and what you stand for, I think, to be able to say no to the things that get in the way of that. Um, yeah, I couldn't yeah. agree more. It's, it's, um, you know, once I, you mentioned, you know, the influential part of especially social media and stuff, regardless of how many followers or fans a person may have, the reality is in their real life, they only have interactions with a limited number of people. And, you know, those are the people that we should be trying to have our influence with are the people who are important enough to us to require or need our time and our interaction. But again, we live in an age of celebrity and this equation that the more fans I have, the more followers I have, you know, the more popular I am, then the more money I will make. And just like you had mentioned in that uh, fake fame uh, scenario that show, you know, this is the this is one of the real shady areas that we're about to face in the future is this manipulation of media, right? Just because we are seen or told something, the truth may be 180 degrees different. Yeah. And when we are so heavily invested in our information or misinformation, as the case might be, from the media, whatever the avenue may be, and if that's what we believe and take to heart, then we're easily led astray. And, you know, one of my focuses at this point in my life is uh, end times and last days study and revelation of prophecy. And for some of the things that are going to need to take place as biblically prophesized, they're going to involve a lot of media manipulation to make people believe certain things and then keep them believing those certain things. And as we see every day, no matter what industry you're in, no matter what your you know, personal relationship or family situation is, uh, we can be easily led astray and then continue to believe the lie or the misinformation. And that's what takes root in our heart. And when that happens, we fail to see the truth that's right in front of us. And the results of the choices then that we make take us down that different path that has pressure, stress, struggle, and conflict associated with it. So this manipulation of media and our desire to be inundated by that media when we're not sure which is the truth and which is the fabrication, you know, only feeds into that insecurity that, well, I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be rejected. I don't want to look like the fool. So even though I know better and I know that this choice is not in my best interest, you know, I'm balancing that in that dialogue in my head and I keep going back to that place. Well, this is what I believe to be true. So I'm going to go ahead and jump the shark and put both feet in when deep down inside, I know that that's not right or that's not the truth. And this is this constant, you know, inundation of media and believing the fabrications when we know that that's not the truth. That is something to think about. I know we won't have the time to dive into it on this, but I mean, yeah, isn't there like somebody's going to come along and claim to be God or like I save the world. <laughs> and, uh, and it's going to be like, wait a sec, what? <laughs> uh, and, and a lot of us may not pick up on it and be like, yeah, he did save the world. Woo! Let's get behind this guy. Um, you know, who that is, who that will be, I have no idea. None of us really will until the person shows up. Um, 
I think I just figure if I'm around when I see an earthquake that takes out, what, a quarter of the population, and I'll be like, all right, okay. Oh, yeah, we're, we're here now. <laughs> we made it. Woohoo, I'm here. Uh, the end times. Uh, and I, I, I joke about it only because, you know, I, I read to the end of the Bible and it's like, oh, yeah, there's a new heaven, new earth. And hopefully I, I you know, truly believe and I follow the right guy and I don't get duped and uh, I get to see the new heaven and new earth. So that's that's my hope. And it's me sharing my personal story, everybody. Um, so we talked about a lot of things. We talked about... Uh, work-life balance. We talked about how technology can suck us in, it, and uh, you know, by now, I think a lot of us has heard, have heard that, you know, like our our mobile devices and the apps that we play with, especially social media, are really designed to have us addicted to them. We didn't talk about that, Branch and I, but um, hopefully, you've heard about that and and recognize, you know, if we have a phone in our pocket, and that's for me too. Uh, we are addicted to it because every time we open it and we get to interact with that device, there's a dopamine fix. Uh, but then there's also what Branch has talked about. There's the that 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 sense that we've got to be on call at all times for our job or our business. Um, and then you know seeking that fake fame, that false sense of success versus who you really are. And um, and then we 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 dabbled a little bit talking about the end times here. A branch. Uh, is there any piece of practical advice you want to give folks to help them uh, maybe start to separate from being plugged in all the time? Like, how how can we stop being plugged in twenty four seven? And I know it's as simple as saying don't be plugged in all the time, but uh, you know, somebody may not realize that they're doing it or what specifically has them being plugged in all the time. Wow. Well, I have two thoughts. The first one is in Shakespeare's play Hamlet. Polonius says to his son Laertes, to thine own self be true. And this is a fundamental core idea that once you embrace it, you start to understand that, you know, the path you choose and the choices and decisions that you make all have a consequence. And if if we're going to go down that path of misinformation, then the consequences are going to not be in our best interest, ultimately. If we choose the path that leads us to truth, then we can be assured that the outcomes and the fallout from our choices and decisions will be more in line with what we truly desire. My other thought is, and everyone should know this and understand this, but we often overlook it. As long as you've got that cell phone in your pocket and it's on, um, there are people in this world who can track your movements and can listen in to what you're saying and what you're texting. And we see it in other countries. We've seen some of it recently in this country. And when you don't have privacy and freedom of privacy, then you can be at the end of that pole or that cattle prod that can be used against you by those in authority. So just be aware that the more you are connected with technology, the more the people of power and authority in this world are connected back to you. And, you know, one of the things that one of the real negative things, I think, with this advance in technology is people are willing to give away lots of personal information. You know, we see this with revenge um, sites and, and spam sites. When you are voluntarily giving information about yourself and your family and your work and your income 
when you give that away for free, it can be used against you. So that's my only two thoughts. Nice. Nice. Now, I know you and I are connected also on LinkedIn. Um, tell us, if somebody wants to reach out to you, have you speak at their events or connect with you to have them on your podcast, uh, where can they find you? Sure, Jerry. Thanks so much for asking. It's real simple. Um, just Google my name. All my podcasts, all my books, my website, my YouTube channel, uh, everything I write, everything I've done, uh, even some of the negative things are on Google. So um, that will connect you, you know, with ways to get my books. They're available at all the usual suspects, Barnes & Noble, Apple, Amazon. You know, I'm out there. That's just the easiest way to make that Google connection, and that will lead you to connecting with me. Awesome. Branch, it was great to have you on here, and uh, I look forward to staying in touch with you and staying connected for the years to come. Thank you, Jerry. Can I say one more thing? Yes. Final word of wisdom. If Go you're listening, If you're listening to this podcast and you've enjoyed what we've been talking about, do me a favor. Go to the platform you're on. Give Jerry a great rating and review so you can keep bringing guests that have your best interest at heart. Awesome. I love that. Uh, I'll Venmo you right now. No, can... <laughs> awesome. Thank Thanks you so much. Mail. <laughs> wow. I hope you like that conversation as much as I did. And, you know, earlier in the book, early in the book, earlier in this episode, I talked about the five F's and using the five F's of faith, family, fitness, finances, and your future possibilities as a way to measuring your success and creating the success that you have on your heart. Not what somebody else is telling you. If you want to dig in deeper, I have an audio book I give away for free uh, titled Beyond the Rut, Create a Life Worth Living in Your Faith, Family, and Career. Oddly enough, it's the same title as this podcast. Weird, right? Now, if you want a free copy of that, just go to beyondtherut.com slash audiobook. Now, if you love to get your books and consume your books in the written format, uh, you can get the ebook or the paperback off of Amazon. Just go onto Amazon, type in Beyond the Rut, you're going to see that book pop right up. Uh, if you're a Kindle Unlimited reader or subscriber, you can do that as well. Now, the show notes for this episode, you can find at beyondtherut.com slash 361. And there we'll link to Branch's works, his website, his LinkedIn profile, and uh, related episodes to work-life balance. Now, I'm glad you joined me in this episode, and I look forward to joining you again in the next episode. But until next time, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Capshow is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Capshowian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.